Welcome to Pet Will Radio, a unique show about amazing animals and inspirational people. With your host, author, animal advocate, and attorney, Peggy Hoyt. Hello and welcome. You are listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on Pet Will Radio. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Brian, MyPetWill.com, and PetFriendly.love. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. It's my pleasure to be with you today. And every time we get together, we explore the options and alternatives for creating a lasting legacy for your pet. During the show, if you have any questions or comments, you can chat with us live at mixlr.com forward slash petwill. You can also find us on Facebook at All My Children Wear Fur Coats and on Twitter at Kids in Fur Coats. Today, I would like to welcome our special guest. We have Ramey Bybaugh. She's one of the founders of Pet Perennials, um, and she's not new to the show. We've had her on before, and so we definitely want to welcome her back and learn about what's happening in the pet perennial world. Welcome, Ramey. How are you? I'm great, Peggy. How are you? And so thankful to be on the show again um, to... Uh, give some updates on where we're at with pet perennials and uh, just be available um, to your listening audience. Well, we're so happy that you can do that because one thing that continues to be important to pet lovers everywhere is remembering those lost pets, the pets that have gone before us and the ones that we grieve for. Um, and, And it's never an easy time. And I know that you can share with us um, your inspiration for pet perennials was, in fact, um, one of your favorite pets. So tell us a little bit about how pet perennials got started. I will. Thank you so much. Well, um, I should say it was pet inspiration uh, because my own dog, Olive, was my inspiration for um, this the first product, our original product, and then obviously forming the company to do what we do today. So she was my personal inspiration. She was a beautiful um, yellow cream-colored lab, but she was a mutt, so um, she had all the great lab qualities and then, you know, some of the fun little quirks of being a mutt. Um, But she was my best buddy. She went everywhere with me. And at the time that she passed, I had a technology company. And um, when she passed, it was really hard um, to deal with that loss because she went to work with me every day at my office. And the people in my building were so familiar with her face, too. So um, that she was my pet-spiration and uh, a big, big reason why we do what we do today. Well, and then I know your partner, Lori, also had some pet inspiration as well. Talk a little bit about how Lori got inspired to become a part of the pet perennial team. Yeah, so Lori Davidson is my partner. Um, we've been hard at work at this since 2014. She, um, she and I had met um, related to my other business, and, uh, but Lori's been a pet mom Um, a mom of two daughters, a single mom raising pets and kids. And um, she had, uh, you know, several pets along the way that her daughters both loved and are now grown um, and came, you know, very fond of. And today she still has pets 
Um, she had some Bichons and a golden retriever, and now she has two kitty cats. Um, so she brings up the cat side of our team, and I'm the dog side, obviously, as we go forward. So we represent those two of our favorite breeds of, of our pets. Well, um, our pets do bring so much joy and inspiration to our lives on a daily basis. Um, as you know, I uh, have several dogs with me on any given day. And today I have two that I am looking at um, laying on the bed next to me on the floor here. I have mm -hmm. Abby, the uh, Golden Retriever, and I have Piper, the Pomeranian. And downstairs in my assistant's office is is my papillon laden. So um, always giving us petspiration here at the at my workplace as well. So Ramey, um, tell us about the initial product and then tell us kind of where the company has evolved to today. Okay, well, so as I said, the inspiration, the, um, you know, the loss of my dog Olive and all of us who go through loss, it's such a hard time. That inspired our original product. Our original product is called Pet Perennials. And it was a way to, it is a way to grow flowers in memory of a beloved pet. Um, you know, when I received Olive's ashes back, they were in a beautiful box, but they were just in a box. And I thought, really? Is that it for such a beautiful life? And so um, the idea sprang forward you know, as a seed was planted, I should say, and along came our idea for the pet perennials. It is a way to grow memorial flowers, create a memorial garden, or grow flowers that you can put in window boxes or flower pots. They're perennials, so they come back season after season. They also are wildflowers, so they don't require someone to be a gardener or to have a green thumb. The other really nice um, point of the product is it helps the environment. So the seeds that are used in the pet perennial product attract honeybees, butterflies, hummingbirds. So they're considered to be purposeful pollinators. So they help um, create new life. And then those are visual reminders of our pets that, um, you know, have come before us and now are um, watching over us uh, to, to just create that uh, continuation of life. Um, and we put that into a kit. It's called the pet, the make it yourself pet perennials kit. So it's a healing activity. The pet parent or family makes seed wafers in the shapes of hearts and paws. Everything is inside that growing kit to create the seed wafers that then once they dry, they can be planted and then grow flowers that again return. So that was the first product. And then that has moved us into becoming more of a full line of sympathy gifts, um, as well as a service that enables people to easily send out our gifts to friends and family, colleagues, neighbors, even important and valuable clients when they find out that someone's pet has passed, we want it to become sort of mainstream, second nature, just like we would commemorate if somebody lost a loved, a beloved family member, 
this is the same for so many. Pets are family, and so we want them to have that ease of being able to go online to our store, pick any one of our sympathy gifts, bundle it with a sympathy card. We will hand write out all those messages, gift wrap them, and ship them straight to the doorstep of the recipient. Well, and I can see that the uh, the shop has grown and continues to grow. So tell us a little bit about the Bloom Essence product. Well, the Bloom Essence product is our product for humans. We're able to do that, the same sort of product that we do for pets, we also do for our human companions. So if it's a family member or friend, that would be the Bloom Essence product. But with regard to the pet perennial sympathy line, we've added the Healing Hearts candle, and we've also just recently uh, added a Rainbow Bridge pet memory mug. So the Healing Hearts candle is a lovely gift that can be given to anyone, whether it's a guy or a woman, if it's somebody who's older or younger. If you don't believe that they'll do the flower activity, then a candle is always very nice. And that candle has a stone embedded in it. So when the candle melts away, the stone is revealed. That stone has a meaning and a message. It has a feng shui healing meaning. So you'll find out if you've received a jade stone, what the stone, the jade stone's healing properties are. And then there's also a personal message attached to each stone that is embedded inside of these candles. And that's why we call them the Healing Hearts Candle. They can be easily washed off once the soy has melted. You wash it off with soap and water. And now you have that little keepsake to tuck, a, tuck into a pocket or a wallet or to set aside somewhere. And when you see that stone, once again, you're reminded of that cherished pet. I love that idea so much. And uh, I have to thank you because I have a Healing Hearts candle um, right here on my desk at my office. So um, that's kind of a, a great way to express to yourself or a friend or a loved one um, how much you cared about the loss of that pet. Um, the other thing that I really love is this new Rainbow Bridge mug and the ability to add your pet's name to that. Yes, yes, that actually, it's funny because since we um, added that to our line, my dog Olive, the inspiration for all of this, um, I, that's my favorite mug every morning now. That's the coffee mug that I drink out of is the one that has that beautiful piece of Rainbow Bridge artwork on it and then also has her name across the top. So um, you'll see me if you're ever in my office in the morning, that's the mug I'm drinking out of. Um, the nice thing about the gifts that we offer, we make all of our gifts. We, we design them, and then obviously we have some partners that help us produce the um, printing onto the mugs and things like that. But there are products, so they're unique. They're a little bit different than the things you see out there. Um, and the biggest point is they are cost-effective. And they're also convenient for sending out as gifts. We like to try to stay in a price range that would encourage people to buy a sympathy gift and send something out to, you know, someone who's important to them 
at that time of loss. Well, and that is so important because many times we don't know what to say or what to do when when someone loses an important member of their family. And and I'm sure you get this question a lot, Ramey, but um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, it's just a pet. But to those of us who look at our pets as members of our family, it's so much more than just a pet. It is. And, and that's really what we're trying to do as a company. Um, with our pet sympathy line is to really make it, make it easy, affordable, and also mainstream it that these are family members and gone are the days where you say, Oh, it's just a dog, get another dog. That's such a tough thing for a pet owner to hear. And to also, it's probably one of the worst things you can say. And so our mission is to make it so that people just it becomes second nature to say, you know what, our, our good friends lost their dog. We want to let them know we care, and this is how we'll do it. We either send them a card or, you know, we'll give them a plant or maybe we'll send them something from Pet Perennials. But that, you know, the, that type of blasé sort of uh, response isn't, isn't really fitting anymore. It's not socially acceptable, I guess, to, to kind of see it that way. Well, I love that we have, uh, we've kind of evolved in that manner. And I can see that you also have lots of uh, retail outlets throughout the country that people can search for on your site at petperennials.com. And um, you also have a lot of resources that are listed on your site, as well as pet tributes. So if somebody has lost a beloved pet, um, they can still register that tribute on your site, correct? Yes, um, and, and that's one of the things is creating sort of the community. We have a um, pet loss group on Facebook, too, and we make sure that we interact with the people that come on to the Facebook page. And we invite people that receive our products as gifts to come on and give us, you know, some feedback about um, how their, you know, gift, um, you know, how they felt about their gift or how they feel about um, having lost a pet or wanting to pay tribute. So that's a big part of, of this whole overall message is, you know, giving people a place to, to find comfort too. So, um, and we, we hope to have um, more, you know, products available in the future. So there's more choice. Um, and we also are um, going to be expanding and adding gifts um, for other occasions in the life cycle of the relationship between pets and their their uh, caretakers. Wow, I can't wait to see some of those things. That'll be that'll be really uh, um, exciting as time goes on to be able to do that. Um, talk a little bit about um, some of the partnerships that you have with other organizations in terms of. Um, continuing the giving philosophy. Right. So we have what we refer to as a referral program, the Pet Perennials Pals program. So this is where we encourage any type of animal advocacy organization, shelters, um, you know, humane societies, um, even folks that are uh, raising funds for animal welfare causes. If they um, become a 
uh, Pet Perennial Pals partner, we will provide them with a referral code that is uniquely theirs. And anybody that would order our products from our online store using that code is automatically making a donation to that organization because they get a percentage as far as a referral fee. And the person will get a small discount on any of the uh, products or pet loss packages that they order through the store. And it's real easy to, um, you know, look into or to call and sign up for. It's simply filling out a form for the Pet Perennials Pals program, um, us being able to identify um, that it is a um, animal advocacy organization um, or that they have a nonprofit status. And um, we will, uh, you know, be able to um, pay those referral fees out on a quarterly basis based on sales that came in of the products or packages using the code. So um, if anybody's interested, they can go to the petperennials.com website. Um, there is a form for the Pet Perennial Pals program. If they want to just call, they can call our 855 number and um, ask to talk to somebody about the program. Again, it's a real simple form that needs to be set up. And um, we will also provide them with referral postcards that they can put out in their centers or that they can just distribute at events that they have along with the code that goes on the cards. So again, anybody that uh, purchases a product and uses that code, it gets tracked in our system. That's that's tremendous, and that's a great way of um, partnering with our our shelters and our rescues and our not-for-profit organizations that do so much to help us um, with the uh, the animal population that we have in the United States. All of my pets are rescues now. Um, do you have any pets at the moment, Ramy? I do. Yes, we have a uh, a dog named Harley, and she is a rescue as well. Um, she came from the Animal Rescue League here in Pittsburgh, and uh, she's been with us. It'll be three years in June. Well, she'll be three in June. We got her when she was about four months old, and she's she's another one of those lab mutts. So she's predominantly black lab, and then whatever else, uh, you know, um, she's got in her, but she's a real sweet, sweet dog. That's we funny. We call her... What, she, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say we refer to her as one of our fur workers because she's with me every day. And when I go out to deliver product or today I was out um, doing some testimonials with some of our local grooming customers, she goes along with me. So she's always she's always part of the everyday running of the business. So she's our fur worker and we like to hashtag fur worker Harley a lot on our social media. <laughs> that's funny um i'm sure she's gorgeous and uh of course i'm i'm biased because i have a a lab mutt as well and uh he's lab husky mix and as sweet mm -hmm. as he can possibly be and so yeah a little bit biased on those those lab creatures i know they just have such great personalities i just she's just such a good girl too bad that they don't know that they're not uh, five pounds and not necessarily lap dogs. Um, uh, right, right, right. But that's and always she so loves funny. the water. 
she loves oh. the water too. So <laughs> good for you. I have uh, two labs and a golden, and none of them like the water. I know. Isn't that funny? The old, my old dog, Olive, she didn't like the water one bit, but Harley, even if we're walking and there's a rain puddle, she'll lay in a rain puddle. That's how much she likes water. It's, it's really kind of funny. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'm on your site at petperennials.com and I noticed that you have a great blog and, um, lots of really terrific, uh, articles about um, pet loss and coping and when it's time to let go and and how we often do minimize the grief of a pet um, when it can be overwhelming for people. I mean, to the point where it may take them years to um, make the decision to get another pet. Or in some cases, I have clients that tell me all the time that they just they can't do it again. And I feel bad right. because I really feel like we always need to have a pet to help us even fill that hole in our heart. Um, yes. So. Yes, um, I would agree. Yeah, it's just really hard. But I'm I'm happy to see that you have so many great articles on here, um, even helping friends who are in grief and how to recognize our pets. And even in my book, All My Children Wear Fur Coats, I have a section on remembering your pet and memorializing your pet. And, um, and I can think of no better way than planting a memorial garden and using pet perennials to help me do that. Yeah, it's um, it really is. It's 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 pretty special. And you know, the beauty of the product is they're wildflowers again, so they don't require any kind of um, you know gardening and upkeep. And when they bloom, you never know which of the flowers are going to bloom and when. They just kind of pop on their own. Um, Olive is throughout my hillside, and I'll tell you, any season of the year, other than winter here in Pittsburgh. I can look out into my hillside and I'll see a pink or purple splatter of flowers and I know that's olive. Um, And it's always a surprise for me. So I just love that visual reminder. Um, And to know that, you know, that carries her spirit forward, but also that whatever I'm doing is helping the environment, you know. So um, it's just a, a lovely way to know they're still around us um, and that, you know, the surprise you get from it. So, well, and I love knowing that you don't have to have a green thumb because I don't, um, I can keep horses, dogs, and cats alive, but plants, not so much. Um, and so I, I'm seeing that listed on your site. Um, some of the seeds that are included in the, uh, pet perennial um, product are the Chinese forget me not, the wild cosmos, the rocket larkspur, purple coneflowers, rose mallows, baby snapdragons, arroyo lupins, lemon mint, mm, that sounds good, black-eyed Susans, scarlet sage, catchflies, and crimson clover. Yes, they're all, um, you know, they, they grow anywhere in North America, too. So when we set out to select the seeds. We work with a very reputable seed manufacturer. We set out to choose seeds that would grow pretty much anywhere in the United States and even into Canada. So it's it's a it doesn't matter what zone you're in. Now, of course, if you live in Arizona and it's really hot, 
you're going to need to keep those plants watered. Otherwise, just like anything else, they'll, they'll shrivel up and, and, you know, they won't, they won't survive. But um, so if you're in extremely dry climates, then you just need to make sure you keep those things watered. But really, once the natural germination process takes place, and you see the green stems of the of the plants, and you get normal weather patterns. The 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 you know normal weather just kind of takes over. You don't have to really care for these flowers anymore. Um, you just let them kind of do their own thing. And as the honeybees or butterflies or hummingbirds are attracted to these plants, of course they're pollinating them. You know they're they're starting new flowers. So that one little seed wafer that starts, you know, a couple of flowers eventually can spread because of the process of pollination. So That's so great. Well, and then people who live in uh, apartments um, or don't have a place where they could plant things, they can plant them inside. Isn't that right? They can. Yeah. Now wildflowers can be tall. So any of these plants can get 18 to 36 inches depending on the flower, but you can put them in pots. So um, a lot of people, some apartments have um, window boxes or they have little patios. That would be more ideal, but you could put them inside. They just have to get at least six full hours of sun um, a day. Um, but for people who you know, live in apartments, and if they can't do the planting thing, they can do the candle or the mug is really nice too. So we wanted to have a spectrum of gifts it could work for anybody, whether it be male or female, children, older people, people who live in apartments or people who have homes with a garden or somebody who has horses and has a favorite trail. That's a perfect place, too, to throw some of these seed wafers um, oh, and, I really, and let yeah. them grow in the wild. Yeah, I really, I really like that idea. And of course, um, because I have horses, I have friends who have horses, and I, I know that they would love that idea as well. Because um, we don't always have a great way to memorialize our horses, and um, and yet we spend a lot of time outside. And so having that friendly um, reminder by being able to see the wildflowers, I, I can just imagine how happy that would make me feel. Yeah. It does. It's just, just something, just again, one of those little sparkling reminders, that little surprise that you get when you look outside and see something there, this color that you know you put there um, for your pet. Well, and then it surprises you, as you said, with the, the different varieties that come up. And, um, and I think that 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 would be really cool too. kind of a, you never know what you're going to get, but you always know your pet is um out there and hopefully thinking about you as you are thinking about it. Yep, absolutely. That's, um, I'm surprised when I look out into the hillside there behind the house and I see different colors popping through and I just go, Oh, well, you're red this time, you know, Oh, you're purple, you know, and always, it always uh, sounds a little crazy, but you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I still talk to my dog, Olive and, I, I have those conversations when I get those little surprises or those little aha moments. So, so if a person wanted to um, put a tribute to their pet up on your site, how would they go about doing that? Um, you know, Peggy, you're cool. Oh, you're catching me off guard, but I believe in the resources page, yep. you can go right to the pet tributes 
Um, and there should be a button there. No, I don't see the button there. It might actually be connected to the ordering process. I'm not oh, okay. sure. I yeah, I'm not exactly sure how it works anymore. You know, once once I give up on the technology side and hand that off to somebody else, I don't know exactly how everything works right off the top of my head. But um, you're able to put tributes up on our Facebook page too, on the um, welcome at any time on our Pet Perennials Facebook page to put tributes there. Oh, that's a and great that idea. Yeah, that's super. Yeah. And so, and um, we always like for people to um, do like a hashtag cherish pet, something of that nature. So we know this is like a shout out to our, our pet and spirit. That's terrific. Well, and um, people can certainly go to, um, is it pet perennials or cherished ones that they would be looking for on um, Facebook? It would be pet perennials as well. So um, if you're looking for Facebook and our pet perennials page, you go to the pet perennials um, Facebook page. And then if you're looking for our store, it's the petperennials.com address. And um, I am on your Facebook page and I see the nice assortment of products that are there. And um, as Ramey mentioned, if um, anybody who's listening has a tribute that, that they want to put up for their pet, um, they can certainly do that. If you like and follow this page, you'll get lots of good information about what's happening in that area of um, the world, the, the pet loss area. Yep, and, and feel free, you know, to use it as a resource to talk to other people that engage um, on in in that um, page as well as with our pet loss group that, um, you know, go back and forth. It's, it's a nice little community where people can support each other and you don't feel a bit embarrassed or ashamed to, you know, have pain in your heart from having lost a pet. Well, and you have so many beautiful pictures on there as well that um, some of them can just make you smile by looking at these um, beautiful pets that just have the most yeah, amazing you, faces. Yeah, you know, you just don't, I, you have to be a pretty smug person, I guess, to not get a smile out of a, a cute little dog or cat or something, you know. Um, I think it's why companies, even if they're not involved in the pet industry per se, they use a lot of animals in their advertising because they just know that those pets have a way to way to make us laugh or tweak our heart a little bit. That's true. I'm noticing more and more that uh, major advertisers are um, using pets in their products. And, and I'll give a shout out to one of our sponsors, uh, PetFriendly.Love. And PetFriendly.Love is a worldwide marketplace for um, people who want to do business with companies that are pet friendly. So hence PetFriendly.Love. And uh any company that is pet friendly can get certified as a pet friendly company. And uh, we invite consumers, pet lovers, to uh, visit petfriendly.love and stay abreast of what's happening in the pet friendly world. I don't know about you, but I believe it's true that you and I would prefer to do business with pet friendly companies. Yes, yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Especially those that have their fur babies in their offices. So when I visit, I get to play with their little, 
their pet ambassadors when I come in the door. <laughs> Absolutely. That that always makes it so much more fun. And especially if you're traveling and you're out of the office and you stop by and visit a company and they have pets there, it makes you um, feel so much more at home um, that yes. you are not missing out on uh, your day-to-day contact with your pets. So talk to us a little bit about, Ramey, what's happening um, for the future of pet perennials. Where where are we going over the next few years? Okay, so um, I hinted at this a little while ago that we're looking to expand beyond just the sympathy line. So pet perennials, the inspiration for our whole pet side of our business was a dog and cats and my business partner's pets. And, um, we've, we've, we're trying to, um, you know, create a space in this world for, um, celebrating the end of life for our pets, how important that is to be able to say goodbye in a meaningful way. And then we realize that, the reason it's so hard and that we need a beautiful way to say goodbye is because the whole experience from the beginning to the end is what brought us to that point. And so pet perennials will remain our sympathy product line. And we are looking to um, do some other gifts um, or products that uh, people can buy for themselves too or for their pets that are in the other stages of that animal-human relationship. So when you adopt a pet or you get a new puppy or a new kitty, something that can commemorate that really major milestone, um, but that is also affordable. So, you know, when we have a new baby or somebody has a new baby, we welcome that new baby. So for so many of us, these are our fur children, our children who wear fur coats, Um, these would be those types of gifts or products that can commemorate the milestone of a new pet in the home or a birthday of someone who loves um, their pet or the birthday of a pet. So we're going to be moving into other milestones to celebrate that. So we'll fully recognize the whole life cycle of that um, human uh, pet relationship. So I just had I just had an idea, uh, Ramey, about, you know how they have those uh, photo um, frames where, you know, you you have a picture of first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth Mm -hmm. grade. We should do that for our pets. So when they're puppies and then one and then two and then three so that we can see that whole life cycle stage, that would be so cute. Yeah. And it's that that's that's kind of where we're going here. Those things that we do for our human children are are to commemorate milestones in a person's life. We can do too to commemorate the importance of those times in our pet's lives or how our pets are part of those milestones in our own lives. You know, a lot of people now trend is to have their dog present at their wedding. You know, how many dogs you see now on these funny videos trying to bring the rings down the aisle or to walk down the aisle along with the flower girl or to be the flower girl and it's a dog. So um, they're, they're becoming a bigger and bigger part of um, these, these major milestones. So. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, 
keeping a, a um, sort of photo log, you know, and being able to see that through the stages is a great idea too, Peggy. Thank um, you. We'll you have to collaborate on that one. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so you're, you're right about the wedding thing because uh, I did have my dogs as my flower girls in my wedding and my horses were nearby and I have pictures of myself. Yeah my wedding dress with my pick with my horses sniffing the bouquet um i have the greatest picture of all time my little corgi is peeking around the edge of my dress and um oh my we love the caption of that one of always a bridesmaid never a bride and And then I hosted a friend over the weekend who's getting married in September, and um, she's actually going to ride her horse down the aisle, and her dog oh, is wow. going to be the ring bearer. So, yeah, we love wow. to have our pets as part of our uh, major milestones in our lives. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It makes you smile when you think about it, too, so... Um, and it always, it's always good for a chuckle for all your guests that are, you know, attending. It's, you know, um, always puts a smile on someone's face. Yep. And just like the little kids, when they do funny things or mess up a little bit, I mean, it does, it's, it's not ever a disaster. It just makes it that much more memorable. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know what, I have to say one more thing about us where we're heading in the future too, as we talk about the milestones as a business, we also, you know, there's a lot of groomers out there and daycare providers, kennels, um, veterinarians that service, you know, the pet consumer and the pet family for years. So we have a um, package service where we work with um, businesses and when any of their customers' pets pass, they can work with us. They become a member of our service. And we simply send out packages on behalf of their businesses to their important customers. Um, So we've been growing that side of our business now for a while. And just today I was out visiting a few of our local groomers here in Pittsburgh and just getting some testimonials and how easy it is for them now to send something really nice um, that's pet-centric, that's meaningful, Um, but also convenient because they simply give us a call or send us a quick email or fax with some customer uh, information, and we send packages straight out gift wrap to the doorstep of of a customer. That's awesome, and and anybody could use that in their business, um, of course, and so I hope people will um, take that into consideration if you're a business person who's listening today. And... um, and Ramey, I would be remiss if, if we didn't talk about the importance of planning for our pets. So um, I, Pet Perennials right now addresses what happens if um, our pet dies before we do, but we always have to remember that it's possible that we could, um, our pets could outlive us and that we have to have a plan for what happens to our pets if something happens to us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. 
So we, we encourage folks to visit our partner, mypetwill.com, and check out our online pet trust creation system along with our identification tag and our online pet profile that outlines all the important things um, that a pet caregiver would need to know about your pet if something happened to you. Um, I just can't imagine if something happened to me and to my husband Um well, I can imagine because I have a plan for it, but I can't imagine it in my heart. I, um, I certainly have a legal solution for it, and um, we encourage everyone to um, take the steps necessary to make sure your pets are protected because if we don't, it's really the worst form of possible cruelty because if our pets end up in a shelter or worse yet, euthanized, um, that would not be our desire, um, at least for most of us. So... Ramey, I can't um, thank you enough for joining me today and sharing with me and with our listeners all of the wonderful things that are happening at Pet Perennials and how you're evolving and um, how every day is an opportunity to say thank you to a friend or a loved one, um, especially in their time of grief. And Pet Perennials is a great way to do that. Yes, thank you so much, Katie, for having me on. I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, I I take the couple seconds to do that because it's been wonderful, you know, getting to know you over the years. And we we have some of these very similar um, things that we hold close to our hearts. So it, it's good to see um, the shows going well and successful and, and um, that you're able to help other uh, people with their planning for their animals as well thank you so, so thank much you for having me on oh absolutely and uh please visit petperennials.com check them out on facebook at pet perennials um, post your tributes or other important information about the way you love your pet and um you can visit us at all my children wear fur coats on facebook or kids in fur coats on twitter and We just appreciate all of our listeners and the fact that every week we can talk about something inspirational regarding pets. We're here on Mondays at 3 p.m. And I can't help but saying, until there are none, please adopt one. And happy tales. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on Pet Will Radio. Visit PetWillRadio.com for updates on shows, links to previous shows, inspirational stories, videos, and more. Until next time, take care.